Hello and welcome to the Tamworth FC Social, a podcast all about Tamworth Football Club. A reminder, you can follow us on social media at TFC Social Pod on Twitter, now known as X, and Instagram. You can also click subscribe below this video and switch notifications on to be updated when we upload new episodes. So, guys, Chester away. 2-0 in the end to Chester. You both alluded to the fact it might be a tough away day, and, and so it proved, Graham. Yeah, uh, it was a really tough away day uh, by the looks and sounds of it. Um, I saw a few comments from Andy Peaks today, and he said that uh, he thinks we we you know we played fairly well. We we we've played worse, and you know I think it was maybe just one of those days. And and to be honest, we, we all said it, didn't we? That we we had a feeling that it was going to be tough, and they were probably gonna they were probably gonna struggle. Um, although I made a bold prediction at the end of last week's episode that we would win. Um, so I probably shot ourselves in the foot there. I should have just stayed steady as Brett did. Um, but um yeah, I think uh it was it was a it was always gonna be it was always gonna be tough. Um and uh I think we just gotta move we just gotta put that behind us and move on. It's one result. We we've not lost anything from it really. Um we could have gained a bit, we could have gone back top of the league. Um but it's it's kind of as you were, um, especially as Scunthorpe didn't didn't play last last night. Brett, a bittersweet one for you as you did predict the score correctly last time. Um, was there anything you saw in the match that you weren't expecting? Well, I was glad to be uh, correct for my um, prediction, but obviously not in the the real world, of course. I don't really think there's any surprises in it, really. I would rather have had a result like that now going into um, the festive period. I think, you know, we've got Southport on Saturday, so good chance to get back on back on the horse. But I, I, no, I, I wasn't surprised when I saw the result. So the, the first Chester goal against Tamworth, really excellent finish on the half volley after a cross was partially cleared. Probably always going to be a, a blow conceding in the 11th minute there was so nearly though an instant reply from Tamworth the there's a long throw play that, that went down the left side ball into the box and Carl Finn on the stretch just put it wide but on another day you know he, he gets there half a step sooner maybe puts that away and then in the 17th minute Tamworth hit the post with a with the shot from outside the area and then Chester's second goal came in the 64th minute bit of a battle of the long long passes in the build-up. So Tamworth had the ball in the defence. Liam Dolman hits it long. Chester's keeper basically comes out of his area, sort of mops up, takes a touch, and then pings a pass that sort of beats the Tamworth defence totally. Jazz Singh's left a little bit stranded, and then it's it's the Chester man who rounds, rounds the keeper, puts it in the empty net. What was your view, Graeme, of the goals that Tamworth conceded? Because, you know, on another day, maybe they keep them out. Yeah, poor, to be honest. Um, it's it's not been like us. We've been obviously really defens- defensively uh, sound. That first goal for Chester, I mean, that's a good finish, to be honest. You know, it's a good, it's a, we probably could have prevented it, but it's a good finish. And the second one, though, that's a bit of a, that's, that just looks a right mess, really. And we could have prevented that. Yeah, like you say, Jazz Singh was a bit stranded as well by by the end of it so still a pretty good finish by the by the Chester striker I've forgotten his name actually but um yeah I mean definitely preventable we've got to learn from those 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 mistakes against the the, the better teams in this league because you know we'll get punished 
it reminded me of the of the South Shields game. We had a lot of possession um, in that game. We had some half decent chances, and they kind of caught us out really with a bit of quality. And, and again, that we'd say that for the first Chester goal, but not the second one. But it's the, it's that it, it reminded me of that again. Had that same kind of flavour to it. And I think Chester are probably you know they're they're going to be up there based on their current form and some of the results they've been getting. So. Yeah, bit bit of a tough one to take, but um, we've got to just move on from it, really. Brett, what did you think of the goals? Yeah, I think the second one really is quite similar to Bishop Stortford, where obviously we got a win in the last minute, and that was a good day for us. When it happens against you, then it's not such a good day. Tamworth did have a few half chances in the second half after it went 2-0, but could easily have been 3-0 to Chester had they taken a really late chance in stoppage time. I, I thought that was in, actually. It just sort yeah. of whistled past the post. What do you think Tamworth's outlook will be now, Graham, after that? Because it's obviously with the postponement of the Warrington game, defeat against Chester, the winning feeling won't be there in the same way, obviously, as it was in November. I don't. I don't think it will. I don't think it will debt us. And I remember us sort of saying this after the the other, you know, the recent recent losses we had. I think we will. I think we will be fine. Um, we're going back home to La Lam this weekend. There'll be a decent crowd, and I know I think we'll be fine. I think you, 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 you know, as long as the players keep that same mentality, which I'm sure Andy Andy Peaks is doing, then I think we, you know, we'll we'll be absolutely fine. The team just need to focus now on what is going to be a really busy December going into January. So as long as they focus, then I'm sure this time next month we won't be talking about it. We won't be thinking, oh, that's that's the moment that really, really changed the season for us. It's funny when we haven't lost that much this season. And when we lose, I'm like, oh, God, how can we be losing? It's just, just, it's, it. It just feels strange to be losing because we've not we've not been used to it for for you know basically like season and a half now. In other news, so Warrington Town away that was postponed at the start of December. That's now been rescheduled for the evening of Tuesday, the 9th of January. Just a quick thought from the both of you. That does turn January into a slightly hectic month now. Six league matches, half of them are away games. That's tough. That's really tough. Our away form has been, I'm just looking now again. Uh, I mean, our away form is definitely up there. I mean, I think it's it's not as good as our home form, but it's definitely, you know, we, we've kind of third in the, in, in the table for that. But that's going to be tough because we've got the Scunthorpe game in there sandwiched in somewhere as well. So, you know, we're going to have to utilise the squad. We've got, we've got players coming back now. Um, hopefully we stay injury-free over the Christmas period. And just yeah, just just use that squad as much as possible because we've got some we've got some good options now. You know, when Tom Tonks came in, we got Ben Aquarius come back, uh, Ben Milnes. So we've got options now uh, all across all across the field. Um, so we're gonna have to utilise the squad really. Brett, how do you feel now looking at the January schedule? There was a gap anyway, so yeah, it's uh, it's filled the month up, but December is always a good a good time to see how strong your squad is anyway because there's always that many games that you have to rotate the squad, play the players that probably don't play week in, week out. So I think as long as the momentum's there or we have a decent December and we don't just fall off a cliff, then tough. But actually then, look, you've got, what, February and March and then the season's almost ready to play out. Also on the flip side as well, Scunthorpe's 
game away at Blythe on Tuesday was postponed. So that that perhaps is a little bit of a bonus for Tamworth. Say if, if Scunthorpe's schedule gets a little bit more hectic, might also help them as well. It's quite a normal thing anyway in this division where you end up getting clogged fixtures. So I, I don't think it's something that's going to work against us. Again, we're still lucky we've got the plastic pitch. There's going to be teams that are going to have loads of games called off in January, whereas we won't. And then they're going to get February or March all, all clogged up, whereas we probably won't have that so much. That was like last year. We, at the time, were kind of like, oh, well, you know, some people are going to have games in hand, but it, it actually meant we got the games done and we got the points on the board. And in the end, that's probably what, you know one of the reasons maybe why we got over the line. I mean, Colville had an absolutely really congested fixture list. I mean, it's a different ball game in, in this league. You know, if we're talking about Scunthorpe, for example, that, you know, in South Shields, both full-time, they get a fixture clog up, then it's theoretically they should be fitter and they should be more prepared anyway because that's that's the only thing they have in terms of, you know, what the, what the players have to focus on. Hypothetically speaking, let's say Scunthorpe had played on Tuesday and... And let's say they'd picked up a point or three points. Would that have had a psychological effect, do you think, on Tamworth had had that lead been extended? Do you think there is maybe a, a, a positive that that game hasn't given them the chance to do that? I don't think so, because I, I think the squad's still very much together. You can see that they, you know, it's a real close-knittedness with the team. And at the end of the day, we aren't there saying, oh, we're going to get promoted, we're going to do this, that and the other. We're literally there, still very much the mindset of we're having a great season. We've done much better than we anticipated. And that doesn't mean to say that now we stop you know, trying, because of course they won't, and then we take the fuss off the gas, of course. But it means that we have the the, the added benefit where probably if we start, losing a bit of momentum or losing a bit of distance between us and, and Scunthorpe, then we aren't probably going to be in the same situation that we would be if it was like a South Shields and then there's pressure. I don't think the pressure is going to be there for that. I'd like to think that, that you know, we're not really, I mean, we probably are, but Andy Peaks is not really looking at that league table and we're just focusing on just getting what's, what's in front of us instead of, you know, worrying about what Scunthorpe are doing. That's for the fans to worry about uh, and the fans to speculate and talk like we're doing. I'd like to think that Andy Peaks will just be like, right, well, you know, that's it is what it is and we're, we're just focusing on, on one game at a time and what's in hand. And as Brett said, the expectation level isn't, you know, never was to be where where we are. So every every kind of result is a bonus. And to me, you know, at least, at least we're safe now. So that's the main thing. <laughs> I Anything. think I can say that now. I think I can, unless we do something ridiculous. Next up for Tamworth then is Southport at home. They are 15th in the National League North as it stands. Fresh off the back of a 6-1 thrashing away at Chesterfield in the FA Trophy on Saturday. Southport were in the National League as recently as 2017, but they've not finished higher than 11th since their relegation to the to the North. They finished 18th last season and just one point above the relegation zone. Now, just a little bit more digging than I did. Interestingly, in August, they set an all-time club record of 12 defeats in a row. So that sort of spanned the end of last season uh, into the start of this season. 
but they've had a little bit of a revival by the looks of it lately. So one defeat in the last five league games. Their boss has just won November's manager of the month for the National League North. And they've had actually in November a couple of notable results. So they beat South Shields twice at home, 1-0 in the league and then 4-0 in the FA Trophy. And they also travelled to Scunthorpe um, where they lost 1-0, which... No shame in that. I'll get your score predictions shortly when we do our, our little prediction league between the two of you. But are you backing Tamworth to win this, first of all, Graham? I am. But that's some good stats you've pulled out there, to be fair, John. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't realise that. I did realise they'd beaten them in the FA Trophy, but I couldn't remember what the score was. But beat South, was that away or at home? Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. Both home games against South Shields. Both home games, okay. I'm backing us to win, but, you know, Southport have got a very good away record. That's where they get most of their points. They concede a lot of goals still away, though. So I think it's going to be difficult, but I am backing us to to win this game with, with the crowd behind us. They've definitely improved from where they were at the start of the season. When they got Jim Bentley in, I think a few eyebrows were raised to see how he how he would do um and um yeah he certainly proved any doubt was wrong i mean he's he's, he's an experienced manager he's he's, he's been in the, the football league with with morecambe and you know i mean southport are, they're a big they're a big club at this level really and got a lot of pedigree in on league so you know we've got to give them that you know that that, that respect and we've, we've played them numerous times over, over the years so um you know i think what's happened to them at the start of the season uh Obviously, it was just yeah a bit of a bit of a continuation from the previous season. But Jim Bentley sort he's, he's sorted them out. Are you backing Tamworth to win, Brett? Yeah, I think we always have a good record against Southport. Love the the the, the ties with Southport. Usually, I usually quite look forward to those. It always reminds me of the time from when we were either both the minnows in the conference. He's going to get the three points to try and stay up. And then obviously the year when we did eventually go up, we were head-to-head with those for quite a while before, uh, probably about 12 years ago. So I think we've got a good chance as well. Obviously that result last weekend is quite a bad result. I'm always surprised when I look at the league table and I see them not doing so well. Because I think they're, like us, I think they're quite a big club who, who do well, usually. Are we expecting them to bring a sizable away following them? I think they have a decent following, yeah, from what I remember. They have a decent home crowd too, so it should be, despite the facts where they are, I'm I'm sure that there'll be a good atmosphere in the land. I like that ground, actually. Uh, Hague Avenue, isn't it? Yeah. Nice ground, that. I wonder, though, if Southport, they, they are on a pretty decent run of late. They, they might be coming to Tamworth thinking, well... They lost last weekend, haven't had a win for a few weeks, whether it's due to the defeat or the postponement. They might be coming to the Lamb thinking chance of getting a point or all three. I'd imagine they'll probably come in with a little bit of a, well, we've not got much to lose, kind of probably a little bit of mentality. But at the same time, they'll be thinking, well, we can beat these. Might be a bit low on confidence after that result last week. But then again, I mean, Chesterfield would probably be a League One club. So uh, I think, you know, they... Yeah, I I think that 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 they probably just got to put that aside, haven't they? Yeah, could be be interesting to see how they 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 take the game and if they come with a game plan to sit back or uh, you know Tamworth Tamworth just take it to them, which they will do at home anyway. Um, so we'll see. We've got players coming back now. We have got Ben Mills, 
which he's probably the one that I would I would probably potentially bring back, but I think he probably be he'd be put replacing Tonk. So he's been pretty good for us since he's come in. Potentially we start Chris Ray. Who knows? Uh, I think <clears throat> I think he'll probably go with kind of the, the starting lineup from the last few games. To be perfectly honest, I don't think he'll change much. If if if, if he thought we played well last week, then. Usually, you know, he just sticks to his guns with the same lineup. So I imagine there probably won't be much of a change. But I, I you know, I'd potentially think about bringing Ben Mills back in. Um, I just, it depends on how much fit he is because it's going to take him a bit of a while to get back up to speed, I suppose. The other one is, uh, is with those defensive frailties that we had last week, I would potentially bring Jamie Willits back as well, maybe for Dolman. But he's proved that he's, you know, he's he's been he's done well recently. So... <laughs> Um, but that's you know I think his relationship with Kalei uh, Liebert has 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 kind of been good all season. Those two Willits and Kalei Liebert, so potentially him as well. I'd probably like to see Ray have a start, but I think other than that, it's generally been the same kind of setup most season. So I can't again can't say there been whole scale changes. Southport are one of the ex football league sides in this division. Do either of you know when they last played a football league match? What year were they last playing a football league match? I'm going to say probably sometime in the late 80s. So maybe 1987. That's a complete guess. I feel like it's later than you think. I'm going to go 88. Neither of you are right. I was actually shocked at how long ago this was. I thought it might have even been 90s, but it was 1978. Oh, okay. That's that out the window then. <laughs> they spent oh, wow. nearly sixty odd years in the football league, and then they, I think they got like in the old system they got voted out essentially when promotion between non-league and the football league was like an election system. Yeah, it's weird how that used to work. Very, very weird. The election. No, I love system. it. Before you never used to get any teams go down. It'd be absolutely dross, but then no one would vote you out because you knew it was going to be six easy. Six easy points every year. And I've read, actually, that genuinely the deciding votes always went to like basically three clubs because the rubbish teams wouldn't vote the worst teams out. And genuinely, most of the league all went the same way as the others. So it would only ever be, like say, three or four that would rebel against the rest, which, which would decide who was or wasn't going down, which is why there was hardly ever any relegations. Predictions time. As mentioned at the start of this episode, Brett, you were spot on last time predicting a 2-0 win for Chester. Graham, although you initially were thinking a draw, you eventually had a burst of optimism and went for a 1-0 Tamworth win. So that means, Brett, you get three points getting a correct scoreline. That means you move to four points overall in now little prediction league between Graham and yourself. Graham, I'm afraid you remain on one point. <laughs> <laughs> It's, um, uh, yeah. That's so it. Tyrone, I if, if, if I win this week, it's like the Scottish League, uh, Scottish League one or two, where there's ten teams and it's a win next week. There's daylight between us. You're you're already breaking away. You'll already be breaking <laughs> away from me. I was going to say I don't really know if this. Maybe three points might be quite a big lead. I don't know if how hard it will be to get scores exactly correct. Maybe my uh, my reward system is not not as it should be, but we'll see. This time, I want your score predictions for Southport home. So just a reminder, three points for a correct scoreline, one point for the correct result. Graham, would you like to go first? 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go two two nil to Tamworth. We score plenty of goals at home. We don't usually concede that many. Um, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going two nil Tamworth. Um, and although you know Southport good away record, I, I, I'm just I'm being optimistic again. So two nil to Tamworth. I'm going to say one nil to Tamworth. Obviously, we didn't score last weekend. I and I just I know they had that that big result last week, but I think that they're going to try and tighten the defence a bit. They'll probably have more of an onus on not conceding. So I think they might be harder to break down. I think you know they'll focus on it, and we'll we're not sure to get in, but I I just think that we might struggle to create quite as many chances as a result. Yeah, you, yeah, that's a good point you you raised there. To be fair, Brett, they're gonna after the back of a six-one battering, they're probably just gonna button up the hatches and uh, try and shut up shot, maybe, especially being away as well. But uh, yeah, we'll see. After last weekend, back at home, we'll be favourites. As I've already said, should be quite interesting little encounter. Anyway, I think we can quickly bounce back and. Probably forget about the Chester game. And then we've got, they come really thick and fast then for the next two weeks. So we could be right back into a nice little swing of form. That's all for this episode of the Tamworth FC Social Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on social media at TFC Social Pod. We're on X, formerly known as Twitter and Instagram. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do give the podcast a follow and leave us a rating and review wherever you are listening. Until next time, goodbye.